Good morning and welcome to South Florida Sundays. I'm your host, Trey Brazier. As always, my co-host, Mr. Patrick Franklin, the Urban League Palm Beach County CEO. How's it going today? Trey, it's always a pleasure to be with you here on a Sunday morning. And as always, I'm looking forward to our guest speaker today. We have those who may know him well, Mr. James Green, uh, Director of Community Action at Palm Beach County. James, welcome to our show. Right, good morning. Glad to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Good. James, now you've been involved locally with a lot of different organizations and a lot of different interactions with, with movements, per se. Uh, I even add the Urban League to that movement that, that you've been involved with. Us. But your day job is Director of Community Action for Palm Beach County. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that uh, a little bit and um, what does that mean, who do you serve, all those type of things. But first of all, tell everybody who James Green is. All right. All right. Uh, well, again, thank you for inviting me on today. Uh, my name is James Green. I'm the Director for the Palm Beach County Community Services Department. I'm originally from uh, Alabama. I've been here for about uh, 20, a little over 20 years and uh, just this is home for me. Uh, I uh, have my family here, my two girls, my wife. Uh, I'm very passionate about civic engagement and making sure that uh, communities that are disadvantaged or marginalized, that they have the opportunity to succeed. Uh, and most of my spare time is, is spent working on those type of issues uh, mm -hmm. from you know being in my fraternity, which is the Omega Sci-Fi sci Fraternity yes, we do Incorporated, Rue yes. Rue to the Bras, uh, all the way to just being involved with a number of community organizing groups uh, and doing uh, a number of facilitations and, and trainings to help organizations. I, I got my Ph.D. in adult and community education, and so I utilize that skill when I can to help organizations to become stronger and to, to be able to achieve better results. And so... A lot, lot of things happening uh, in my world and always looking uh, for ways to get back. Well, I'm going to go back and apologize because I forget Dr. James Green, and, and we will make sure that, that, that we cover that, and Director of Community Services for Palm Beach County. James, how did you envision, how did you get to where you are right now? Talk to us a little bit about the path that, that, that you took to get to where you are right now. Yeah, I've always been engaged in helping others. Uh, you know, my, my father was a World War II vet. He was a graduate of Tuskegee University and very involved uh, throughout the community. I had uh, a couple of brothers who were elected official. One was the county uh, mayor at, of Lee County and Tus in Tus Macon County in Tuskegee. He's the first black uh, state association of county commissioners uh, president uh, in the state of Alabama. All of my family members are civically engaged, and you know, it's just been a part of us growing up and a part of who we are and what we do. But when I moved to Palm Beach County, uh, I, I started working with the Urban League, mm -hmm. and obviously that's a platform, for those of you who don't know, certainly a platform for you to get to know many of the issues that are happening within black and brown communities. It's an opportunity for you to interact and, and engage with a number of community uh, leaders and to, to really get up close and personal with uh, the power structure, if you will, and, and be able to engage in that power structure. And mm -hmm. shortly after leaving there, um, uh, I became the young professional uh, from the Urban League. So I was, I was then actively helping uh, 
community members to engage in the civic process and voting and other social social issues and uh, moved to community action where the first black county commissioner, Maude Fort Lee, uh, used to oversee. Uh, and, uh, you know, she was inspiring, along with Percy Lee, who was also over the Urban League. Uh, both of those individuals uh, were, it was inspiring to, to live in their shadow and to understand how they shifted and changed the community and uh, and so I felt mm-hmm. obligated to do the same. You use the word engagement, and I've been thinking about how for a long time, how do we get more people engaged in activities, not only in school, but in community, in uh, the political environment, all these things that make a, that make a difference in, in our community of, of how we create and live within this community. Um, any any input on on what your thoughts are on how do we engage? And I, I don't want to stick to because we always funnel down to young people. How do we get everyone engaged and and to participate more than what they are now? Well, first they have to be informed, mm-hmm. and people need to be informed about issues that matter to them. And so we should not wait until a crisis happens to get people civically engaged, but that's often how we see things play out. Mm-hmm. All, but we can also utilize those crises that will happen uh, from time to time to keep people engaged. Uh, I, I recall when the George Floyd issue occurred, there were more people marching and more people on the streets than I'd ever seen mm-hmm. before. And especially young people and, especially and others people. Who, who, who weren't black and brown. Right. But yeah. Then, but where are those individuals now? Right. How engaged are they in, you know, policy development and addressing issues that are important to black communities? Mm-hmm. How engaged are they now? And and I don't necessarily hold them at fault for that. I hold us leadership uh, leadership yeah you know we should have had a platform where we could keep those individuals engaged where we can mentor and shepherd those individuals into leadership positions so that uh, we can do what we can uh, to make sure that they're informed and and that is how uh, we should proceed moving forward we have to be organized we have to understand the issues ourselves and we have to be able to communicate those issues in a way that touches the emotions of people so that they can be civically engaged. One of the things that, that I'm looking forward to as we um, go through the, uh, you know, the, the, the lazy summertime right now and, and prepare for the fall when uh, everything gets going, especially as we go into election year, I'm looking forward to more engagement to bringing people back into meetings like like we had pre-COVID and, and even way before that where we would have town hall meetings and, and have things like that to engage. Um, is that is that something you think would be a good remedy to, to try to reflect upon our past a little bit to bring people back? Because COVID, COVID just cut it all to pieces and, and then we went virtual and that was fine, but it's nothing like a face-to-face in the room and, and people expressing themselves in the way that they do. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's time to, to bring people back together. The energy in the room is just different mm-hmm. when people are in the room together. But I also think that there's a great opportunity to engage people 
online in a public forum in a different way. Mm-hmm. And so why not have both? I don't think it, it needs to be either Hybrid or. type model. And there are so many important issues, as we were talking about before. There are so many important issues before us. We, we have to do everything that we can to keep people civically engaged. And it's not just things that we necessarily see on television. There are things that are happening behind the scene. Like right now, the Supreme Court, they're looking at affirmative action. Mm-hmm. They're looking at the case uh, with Harvard and some of their admission requirements. And their ruling on that issue can have implications far beyond lasting effects far beyond what for our children's children absolutely yes and so most people are not even informed about what is being heard what the implications are uh, and we stay in this reactive mode Mm -hmm. and uh, it is sometimes discouraging for Mm -hmm. people because Mm -hmm. they feel like we can't make the progress we need to so we need to create a system and a structure that allows us to be in front of many of these issues so that we can prepare uh, young mm-hmm. people and uh, middle-aged and older uh, adults. Uh, we can prepare them to mm-hmm. engage in a meaningful way and, and shift uh, change, especially around policy. Let's hold that thought for a second, and, and I, I'm going to come back to that uh, with a follow-up question. But let's let's move into your your day job, your director of community services at Palm Beach County. Start from getting what is the uh, community services? What what's your 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 impact? Where where's your drive to um, go after what clients and in, in, in the community? How do people get in touch with you? The whole nine yards. So l- let's start from beginning with community services. Yeah. So a community services is a county department uh, for the Palm Beach County government. It's one of twenty some odd departments, but it's really focused on health and human services. And so we are there to ensure that the safety net for our most vulnerable populations, our mm-hmm. seniors, mm-hmm. our veterans, our people who are disabled, young people, uh, individuals who are living in poverty, mm-hmm. we're there to make sure that they have the health and human service supports they need in order to be stabilized if they cannot work and if they can work uh, to, re, uh, to reach economic self-sufficiency yeah. and to thrive. Do you, do you also deal with the homelessness, too, in, in, in throughout the county? So home, housing and homelessness is one service area uh, that's a part of that health and human services system, along with employment, transportation, food and hunger, health and wellness, uh, education, safety and justice, and child care. And so we work with all of the system partners to make sure that Vulnerable populations have accesses to the services they need to make sure that services are available, to make sure that we're accountable to the the taxpayer and to the public. I'm Mr. James Green, Director of Community Services for Palm Beach County, is our guest this week for South Florida Sundays. I'm Trey Brazier with Pat Franklin of the Urban League, Palm Beach County. When we talk about you're really one-stop shopping for families in need of those vital services that that they, they really depend upon, when it comes to where do I go for, for, for help? So that is what we're trying to create, and we're trying to do that virtually so that they can apply for those services online and also I work with our system partners to ensure that if they come in for those services, that they don't have to travel from place to place in order to get the supports they need. And you cover the entire county? Yes, we in, all of Palm Beach County. You must be a resident of Palm Beach County in order to receive our services, and we primarily focus on housing and homelessness, mm-hmm. 
Uh, we focus on workforce development and job placement. We focus on behavior health and substance use disorders and HIV services. How, how does a resident get in touch with you and your team? They can visit our website at www.rentalassistancepbc.org or they can go to, um, they can call 561-355-4792. Again, that's rentalassistancepbc.org or utilityassistancepbc.org or foodassistancepbc.org. All of those will take them to our site, and if they scroll down, they'll see a comprehensive list of services that are offered through the Community Services Department. And that phone number, once again, is 561-355-4792. They can also dial uh, 833-CSD-WILL, that's C-S-D-W-I-L-L, or uh, if they need homeless services, if they're unsheltered and need homeless services, they can dial 833-HHA-WILL, that's for Homeless and Housing Alliance, WILL. Mm-hmm. When you look at the demographics of, of, of those seeking your services, how would you how would you kind of lay it out? What what would those numbers look like? Uh, we service over sixty thousand vulnerable individuals per year. Per year. And so we are a funder. We fund about one hundred and twenty nine uh, different nonprofits and programs, and we're a direct service provider in those areas mm-hmm. I previously mentioned. Mm-hmm. Most of the people fall under two hundred percent of the federal poverty level and so they're typically individuals who are cannot afford their rent their cost burden they Mm -hmm. can't afford their food or any of the the basic necessities that we have so we're there to help our seniors so that if a medical emergency happens their their finances are not spiraling out of control we want to be able to provide them with electric assistance utility utility assistance something that's going to help stabilize them financially and then if people are working, we want to make sure that they get the supports they need so that they can go to work, they can earn a thriving wage, and they can give back to their communities in a meaningful way. Is there any particular one area out of all those things that, that, that you described, where's the one that's the, the most concentration or the most used by, by residents? What, what, what particular area? Uh, it will probably be housing assistance, mm-hmm. whether that's rental assistance. We only focus on those who are renting in Palm Beach County. Uh, we don't provide foreclosure assistance or down payment assistance. That, that service is offered through the housing and community, mm-hmm. uh, uh, housing and economic development uh, department. And so people who need assistance with rent or utilities or if they're relocating to another mm-hmm. area, they can go to rentalassistancepbc.org uh, and get the help they need. Uh, and our rental assistance funds are really starting to dwindle. And it's important for people to know. Uh, and so we've pushed out probably close to $145 million uh, since the pandemic. Since began. the pandemic, during, during COVID, et cetera. During COVID, yes. uh, just to keep people in their homes. Uh, but now we see evictions are rising beyond uh, the pre-pandemic levels. And we have a number of strategies that we are employing to, 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 to stop those evictions, including partnering with Legal Aid Society and Florida Rural Legal Services to provide legal uh, support and to help mediate those cases when they go to court. Uh, but we're also doing a number of things to prevent people from getting to the point where they're evicted through the courts. 
and uh, we're providing support to nonprofits who can actually help build housing. We're doing what we can to get more developers to build housing that is affordable, and we're providing other subsidies, uh, utility assistance, electric assistance, uh, assistance with HVAC, with, uh, with air conditioner replacement. We're providing those subsidies so that people can save money and, uh, and it will offset some of the inflation that they're experiencing. Do, do you feel that since you cover such a broad range of services and support, um, what has been that, that, that one thing that just absolutely surprised you and somebody said, can you help me in the following? I, I, I don't know if it's surprising, um, but certainly the, the cost of rent and housing here in Palm Beach County is continuing to, to rise. Uh, a number of our renters, about 58%, our cost burden, which means they're paying above 30% of their gross income mm-hmm. on rent. Uh, and, and, you know, most people should know that housing is a lever to improve outcomes in multiple areas, whether it's uh, in education, whether it's in, in terms of employment, in terms of health. Uh, all of those things are impacted by a person's uh, housing uh, if, whether or not their housing um, stable. And so if we can provide stable housing, we can improve crime. We can improve health outcomes. We can improve the outcomes for our kids who are performing in school. Uh, we can improve the, the number of people who get employed and remain employed. We mm-hmm. can improve the number of people who have adequate transportation to, to get to where they need to go. Uh, it is a, it is a lever to improve outcomes across systems, and so we should focus on getting more housing built because there is a tremendous shortage of affordable housing here in mm-hmm. Palm Beach County. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned COVID and the pandemic. How did you and your team switch gears during COVID to continue to provide those services, to continue to answer the call to so many clients who um, we were all going through a global pandemic, health issues, the whole nine yards, but Life still went on. Um, needs were still uh, being met. How, how did you and your, and your team react to that? Because, you know, you guys did, did great work during that time. Yeah, so the first it's important pe- for people to know that during any emergency, whether it's COVID or a hurricane or any type of natural disaster, excuse me, our employees imme- immediately shift to uh, the emergency response. I am at the Emergency Operations Center as the human services branch director, uh, which oversees health and medical, it oversees all of the shelters that oversee uh, that that we open, oversees animal control, food and water, uh, health and medical, uh, and so when there when the pandemic hit, there was a partial activation, and so some of us moved over to the EOC, uh, and we uh, did what we could to work with the hospitals and others to address. Uh, some of the need for isolation. So we opened up an isolation shelter. We work with hotels to isolate individuals. But we also wanted to work with the health department to get the information out to prevent the spread of COVID. And so we work with our community partners. We mobilized community health workers. We provided uh, additional support services. We organized a nonprofit community so that they can stay informed about the progress we were making with COVID. So we shifted completely uh, and provide food assistance, all types of assistance to support residents who were 
uh, dealing with the uh, impact yeah. of COVID. I commend the county for um, all the work that they did in, in moving because, you know, uh, some people don't don't realize that um, none of us have prepared, had gone through anything like that. We went around in 1920 and we didn't know how to react and we have more people to, to work with now. But uh, big kudos to, to the county and, and your department for really leading the way to uh, help all those residents who, who were looking for help during, during that time. I'm Mr. James Green, Director of Community Services for Palm Beach County, is our guest this week for South Florida Sundays. I'm Trey Brazier with Pat Franklin of the Urban League, Palm Beach County. James, what what is what are your top three concerns in Palm Beach County right now as, as a Director of Community Services? Uh, housing is absolutely the number one concern. Uh, I'm also concerned about the families, seniors, uh, and the increased number of uh, seniors who are homeless and mm-hmm. the increased number of families and veterans who are homeless. Those are uh, my top three concerns. Also, the opioid epidemic, we're still uh, in the midst of addressing that issue, and HIV. All of those are, are tremendous issues that we are uh, addressing here in Palm Beach County. And our, our Board of County Commissioners uh, they're very passionate about these issues. They have prioritized a number of these issues, and uh, they have done everything that they can and continue to do everything that they can to strategically address them, along with our, our county administrator, mm-hmm. Virginia Baker. Absolutely. Um, once again, how can a resident get in touch with community services? They can go to our website if they need uh, rental assistance, utility assistance, <clears throat> or um, and, and they can go to rentalassistancepbc.org, uh, utilityassistancepbc.org, or they can call 561-355-4792, or they can call 833-CSD-WILL if they need homeless prevention services, or they can call 833-HHA-WILL if they are homeless and they need uh, shelter and to move into permanent housing. Very good. And as always, our last question is uh, really one directed to you. What's next for James? Uh, I'm just going to, I'm focused on. Come the on here now. What's now? next for James? Come on. Have, James I'm, is always <laughs> thinking and, and, and looking forward. Uh, yeah. And we're, we're certainly looking at innovative ways to make sure that people can get the supports they need and fortifying our health and human services system of care and making sure that we have policy recommendations at a local, state, and a federal level uh, that uh, elected officials are informed about policies that impact us here on the ground. And so we're actively engaged in talking to our residents and making sure we're listening and and communicating information to uh, the powers that be and making sure that they are equipped with the knowledge and the skills to advocate for themselves. And and that is the path I'm on, and that's the path that I'll continue right. to be on. All right. Well, uh, let's follow up in in, uh, in a year or two and, and see where Dr. James Green is and what he's doing because this brother is always on the forefront. He's looking out, and he is one of those true people who understand what's going on in our community, always trying to uh, engage people and be involved. James, thank you for being here this morning. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right, Patrick, what's happening lately with the Urban League, Palm Beach County? Trey, I just want to give a big shout-out to Baptist Health for being our sponsor and supporter of our third annual Men's Health Day event that we did yesterday in Mm -hmm. Delray Beach. It was a big success. We had a lot of turnout and always talking about 
the health of our men. Uh, like always, we don't uh, we don't we don't do things in uh, in preparation. We wait till something falls off or yeah. or shrivels up, whatever. And you know, we need to make sure that our men are aware of their health, that they mm-hmm. know that uh, preparation and prevention is better than uh, just wait and see. And for all of our men, please take the time and go visit your doctor, do your annual checkups, and uh, don't be afraid to talk about your health issues with those who may have the same thing you have. So, Agreed. Um, you know, keep, keep an eye on men's health because I, we can't afford to lose more men mm-hmm. due to um, health issues right now. On um, August 12th, I want to make the first announcement right now for our summer food drive, our second annual summer food drive, which will be in partnership with WPTV Channel 5 All right. and also X102 Hubbard Radio. And we're going to be having um, a food distribution on August 12th in Delray Beach at Pompeii Park. Uh, we also will be over in Bell Glade. And we will be over in West Palm Beach all on the same day, August 12th, at the same time, uh, starting at 8 o'clock in the morning. So right, right now we're looking for sponsors and contributors to help us uh, fund these, this offering. Last year we touched 2,400 families in three hours. Uh, and which was one of our, it, not one, it was our biggest food drive that we, are, at, that we ever had at the Urban League. And I want to thank all of our partners with Cheney Brothers and Channel 5 and, and Hubbard Radio and all those who helped us make it a big success. We're going to do it once again this summer, August 12th. And basically it's going to summer food drive, but it's really back to school because school starts on, I think, the 10th or 11th. So um, our kids are getting prepared to go back to school. I can't believe we're saying it already because I felt like school just ended. Yeah. Uh, yesterday. So, um, you know, it, it's one of those things that we feel the need is there and, and it's still strong. Coming up in, in the future, Trey, we're going to be having a financial capability workshop uh, at the Urban League. Uh, we haven't decided where the site's going to be, but it's coming okay. up in July. And also, Home Buyer Workshop will be towards the end of July. So, um, Sounds good. stay open for that. All right. There it is. Urban League Palm Beach County uh, CEO and President, Mr. Uh, Patrick Franklin. I'm Trey Brazier, South Florida Sundays. We'll talk to you next week.